We are live. This is LesCast. I am your host, Amanda Costner, and we are recapping First Kill Season 1, Episode 7. With me today is a YouTuber who got me with her opening catchphrase because I, too, am another mentally unstable person. You can subscribe to her channel, Nakisha G, where she has reacted to every episode of the first season of First Kill. You can find it linked in the description. Please help me welcome Nakisha. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, Nakisha, how have you been finding this season so far? Um, it's, it's actually pretty good. Like, it's kind of crazy. I didn't expect to go on the emotional roller coaster that I did throughout the season. Cause at first, like, um, I kind of like how they didn't rush into everything. Like we, we knew that they were going to be together, but it's like, they didn't give us like, boom, automatically. And it was just crazy to me to know that, like, with the first episode alone, how Cal, like, just knew she was a monster. And, like, she used, like, that whole pantry scene was just Cal using it to her advantage. And I was like, oh, we're on for a big emotional roller coaster with this series. And it didn't disappoint. Um, there are things that, like, I feel like they can definitely work on in the second season. But other than that, it's definitely a great show. I agree. I agree. Great show, great representation and a fun, a fun show. And especially we were talking earlier um, before we started recording, like this is like a crazy time right now for Americans. Uh, yeah. Lots going on with the Supreme Court. Uh, a lot of queer people are like scared. I mean, just everybody I think is scared. Um, and so it's it's a good timing for me to, to have this like fun, cheesy show. Was also like one thing like there were so many people that was just like oh this show is so cheesy why do y'all like it I'm like well y'all got Twilight so why can't we have a cheesy <laughs> something cheesy as well like and, and I yes. think it's because how cheesy it is that's why I'm like yo I love this show because not everything has to be perfect like you know what I mean so it's like y'all have y'all cheesy sapphic shows let the lesbians have their little cheesy sapphic sh shows as well like why not yes yes uh i think it was ash silver who said uh the straights have cw let us have this <laughs> right exactly so first goodbye is the title of episode seven uh we have a beautiful poetic narration to start i love in your re reaction video you said the real monster is the supreme court i never amened so loud in my life <laughs> man it was just crazy i'm like oh whatever and then yeah. like while i was watching it but she was like or a monster could be someone in your backyard. I'm like, literally the Supreme Court, like right there in DC, like not too far from New York City. So it's like, everything just came together. I was like, yep. Yep. Uh, but one of the things I noticed in this like intro uh, narration with Cal is that they show Snake Daddy wearing a turtleneck. And I was like, ooh, bold choice for Georgia, a turtleneck. Yeah. And aren't they like in Savannah? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like hot there all the time. How are you going to get a heat stroke? Like, why are you wearing a turtleneck in the heat? And based off, like, how their wardrobe was for, like, the season, I'm pretty sure it wasn't during a cold time. So right. it's like, yeah. Do you think they're trying to show, like, oh, he's a snake man now? He's, like, different? We got to dress him different? I guess so, because, I mean, he definitely does dress different like 
towards the end, like after the whole snake thing compared to like the beginning. But I guess through the like the wardrobe, they were just trying to show that. But I'm like, you didn't actually put on on a turtle. He had like a jacket on top of the turtleneck too. I'm like, sir. You know it know smells that. fresh underneath that jacket. <laughs> yes. I was like, mm. but maybe they are <laughs> through the wardrobe. They're trying to show like he's different. But maybe they could have so. done something other than the turtleneck. But right? I mean, I guess. Yeah. The cops are interviewing everyone about the body found in the park. This is, of course, a ponytail guy who tried to kidnap Cal, and he ended up being Juliet's uh, first kill, second dinner. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, like, I realized that both Cal and Juliet got their first kills protecting each other. So I'm like, like, it's crazy, but when they were like questioning everybody, I was just like, oh gosh, it was just like crazy to me. I was like, and then um, Noah's girlfriend, I always forget her name. I only remember her dog's name. Isn't her dog's name Tiffany? Yeah, but I can never remember her name. I guess like the dog is like more important to me. Yeah. But like when she was just like, every time she's like talking about Noah, I'm like, girl, Noah was on the DL. Like she was, he was not paying attention to you. I'm like, girl, he, I was like, she yeah, was actually, you think she knew? Probably not. She's, she only cares about herself. She's like very self-centered, but like, I'm pretty sure if she wasn't self-centered. She would have noticed. Right. Cause I'm pretty sure like there's certain things you can notice about your partner, like, and things that they do. And it's like the fact that she never picked up that he was into guys or he could have been into both, but he wasn't into her. Like, right. Yeah, she did not pick that up. One thing that I, I love get how in that scene. No, oh, go ahead. Okay, I love how um in the scene how um powerful uh Calliope was, like when he was trying to explain to her that you know the body was drained from, like the blood was drained from the body, and like how like stern she was. I was like, that's right, girl. Stick up for your girlfriend. No, you're right. Yeah, you know what? I didn't expect her to be that way. She was like, "No, I know what it means. I know more than you." Yeah. I was like surprised she was giving. I thought they were gonna then make her a suspect, which by the end of the, of the episode she is. But uh, yeah, which made no sense to me. I'm like, why would? Okay. <laughs> yeah, when the cops uh, pulls her over and thinks that she's like some great detective. <laughs> <laughs> She's terrible. One thing, another thing I learned out of these interviews with the kids that I, I kind of felt like an idiot. I guess the whole world knows about monsters and vampires um, because they were discussing them like it was nothing. Like it was like they were talking about the Green Bay Packers or something. Yeah, like that. that's one thing that definitely surprised me. Like I'm like, so you, I was like, so like the civilians, like the regular people in town know that monsters exist. And I thought it was like something that was like on a, like a secret and then like, like everybody was talking about it like oh we're looking for a vampire oh and then they were saying like no more ghouls no more vamps I'm like wait so they know these things exist I thought it was I know the does hush. the world at large know does ever like does does everybody know does like does Bolivia does ever you know does all the other countries know like the guild sends them to certain areas like to hunt monsters. So I'm like, do those people in those areas know that those monsters exist as well? I was like, I'm only going to clarify this in season two. Cause I was like, it's like, there's so many questions now knowing that everybody in Savannah knew that monsters mm -hmm. existed. 
Yeah. I feel like it would be a big, bigger deal that the whole town knows about vampires and monsters. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, the ma'am crew comes to school demonstrating how even vampires and monsters look like saints when a bunch of Karens get involved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because like, for some reason, like every time certain scenes go on, I always look at the people in the background. So it's like, there was like this one woman in the back. She's like, woo, woo. I'm like, where are these Karens coming from? Like, why are they all here? And it's like, they were like chanting everything. And I'm like, and Ben is trying to explain like not all monsters are evil. Cause I'm like, look at Juliet. She's so sweet. And so, so little. Like, look at her and just be like, yeah, you're a monster. There's no way. It's ironic. All these like horrible Karens, like they think the like sweet you know, children are monsters, you know, like, no, you're the monster. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes like now I'm like wondering, like, what if like one of the people in like the man's group are like a monster as well, like on the low. And it's like, it'll be so crazy if one of them are, I wouldn't be surprised either. I thought they were going to have bunny be one, but I don't think that's the case. They're just like, no, she's just a Karen. (laughs) Yeah. She's just, she's just a Karen who just can't let like everything go. Yeah. Um, Cal offers her family to protect Juliet and Juliet is like, um, I'm pretty sure your family forbade us from being together and tried to destroy me and all my kind. (laughs) Are you serious? Like, are you okay? Did you hit your head? Cause there's no way. Like, and she said it so confident. She's like, just come home with me. My parents don't know how to protect you. I'm like, you mean the same parents that's trying to figure out how to kill legacies? I'm like, if they knew how to kill legacies, they would have killed her right then and there. (laughs) like yeah I mean at first I was like this makes no sense is this just you know to get their families together again which like also made no sense to me because like there's plenty of excuses excuses to get their families together and then I thought like maybe this is such a kid thing to do because when I was a teenager I absolutely would be like everybody come live with me and I like wouldn't even talk to my parents about it definitely that kid like somebody would talk like oh well, just come home with me. My mom would like handle it. And then like, I'll bring some, my mom is just like, what makes you think I can do something about this? Right. I'm like, I mean, you help me, but can't you help them? Being young and in love will do to you. You like, like make it like the weirdest. Girl. Absolutely. So do you think that Cal and Juliet are in love. My last um, guest host, Nika, she was like, no, you can't be in love when you're a teenager. They're not in love. What do you think? Well, I, I think like, like they may not be like deeply in love, but I feel like it's like the first time they both had a connection with someone like that. So it's like, they, they don't really know like how to like handle it in a way, but it's like half of me is like, now I'm still trying to figure out like, is it because of the bite? Why right. like, Cal like falls in love with Juliet or is it like their actual feelings and so it's it's literally a trying to figure it out type of thing because one minute I'm like they're in love next minute I'm like are they in love or is it like they're in love with the idea of love it's hard to tell but I'm going with the they they may like each other a lot like a lot a lot yeah, a trend I'm finding with the show is that like everything's a little murky. Everything's a little mm-hmm. clouded. We're not really sure about all the details of the world. We don't know who all knows about the world. We don't know when exactly they Cal fell for Juliet, you know, like and so I wonder if this is another one of those things. Like we're not really supposed to know. Is it the vampire connection? Is it the uh, 
you know, teenage love. I think that's on purpose. Yeah, it's 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 kind of hard to tell. That's how I was like, maybe hopefully I really hope it gets renewed for season two and like they go more deeper into that and clarify more of like their connection because it's like like how they're able to like communicate through dreams, like being each other's dreams and stuff. It's like what exactly does that mean in mm-hmm. a way because I was always trying to figure out like okay the fact that like they're still connected with the dreams and like how the severing didn't actually really work so like what's what's their plan with that because I'm so confused off of just that alone the fact that the severing didn't work it makes you wonder okay maybe it wasn't the bite so what exactly right is it? maybe it's just them too they're special outside of the bite um, what did you think of the scene of the whole thing of like, okay, Cal gets Juliet up to her room and then Talia comes in and she's like, Cal, I love, I thought it was kind of funny where like amidst this whole drama, she's like, how dare you close the door? You know, you're not allowed to close the door when you have a girl in there. <laughs> That's what you're focusing on. Like, you're not mad that she has a vampire in her room. Like you're mad that she closed the door because she has a girl in her room. I'm like, wow, that's. I was, I was literally looking at my screen like, hold up, wait, what? Like, <laughs> the girl in her room and not because it's a vampire? I was like, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, maybe like, they're wow. trying to show the accuracy of how parents are always just only overly concerned with their kids having sex. <laughs> I guess. because I, I was just like, they, they must be like, why is the room door closed? Like, yeah. no, door open. Do you think they thought they were going to have a quick, like, they were going to get one in real quick or something amidst all this chaos? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, relax, they weren't doing anything. They were more scared <laughs> that she was going to kill Juliet, not like you're going to catch them doing anything at all. Like, they mean, did make out right after murdering Ponytail Guy. <laughs> they did. They did. And I was like, girl, um, and I was like, y'all in the woods. What are, y- what are y'all doing? I was like, girl. It's probably like residue of the guy's blood. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> oh no, I don't even want to think about what their fingers looked like, or what their under their nails looked like. I don't even want to think about it. Okay, uh, Talia agrees to not tell the police about Juliet being a vampire and all this. Um, what did you think of the very romantic "I can't eat, sleep, or think straight unless we're together" line from Calliope? like it literally proved there because like um I I was listening to uh the recap you did with your wife like I think for episode five Mm -hmm. and like she mentioned like one of the things like she mentioned is like Juliet like wears her emotions like on her sleeve like she so uh like when Cal like said that out loud was like yeah I can't eat sleep or think straight unless we're together I was like whoa hold up wait a minute so Cal is in deep too because like Cal just like always like kept her emotions like mm-hmm. she she didn't she never really like showed it like the way Juliet did so I think like in that moment like Juliet knew and like people watching the show was like yeah Cal definitely likes her like it's not like a one-sided type of thing or like one person likes the other person more than the other and I melted inside because I was like <laughs> <laughs> that one got gotcha. you like this so yeah I was like not the mushy stuff they're so cute oh my goodness yeah 
Well, I think Calliope is kind of a romantic because she was reciting. She's like got Shakespeare memorized when they yeah. slept overnight in the the gym or whatever. So mm-hmm. she's a romantic uh, lady. Yeah, yeah. She just doesn't really. She doesn't show it as much as Juliet does. Mm-hmm. So then we get Bunny blasting some Shania Twain while she's making murder weapons. I was like, oh, this is my. I- like, I literally forgot, like, I was watching the show for, like, a couple seconds. I was like, this is my song. Then I realized it was, like, Bonnie. I'm like, oh, yeah. She, she's on the mams. Forget right. her. Like, Ma'am. how are you going to, like, you're going to blast Shania Twain while you're being a Karen? You can't do that. You can't. Mm-hmm. Illegal. Shania would not approve. What do you think about the relationship between Ben and his mom that he calls Bunny? I didn't know that was his mom. Like, at all and then like when I heard him going back and forth between mom and like I was like hold up wait he's calling his mom by his by her first name I couldn't do that <laughs> like six feet yeah especially in the south name. yeah I was raised uh, in Alabama and Oklahoma and like yeah when parent like that was like a big deal in the south like when a kid yeah. tried to call their parent by the first like oh yeah. like, my, mom, my mom and dad are like from the Caribbean so like okay. you call your you call your parents by like the first name you're you're dead <laughs> like yeah. yeah so I was like the the boldness to call your parents by their first name is kind of crazy to me I was like so are they close or not like I don't think so because then she tells him if he was a monster she would stake him yeah, so like, even if it's your own child you will still stake them wow talk not about a good love. parent. <laughs> I don't think she's no. a good mom. No, it was against monsters. If my child like ended up like was one too, I I don't think I I can kill them at all. No, never. No, then you. That's the thing that's supposed to open up. I think Talia is is like her daughter has fallen for a monster, um, and yeah, I think we're supposed to see all these lines blurred as like, oh, you hate monsters, yeah. but what if somebody you love becomes or is a monster or whatever? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work with Bunny. No, because even in the previous episode, I think it was episode three, I think three or four, when um, they, I think it's four, when they, like, kidnapped Oliver and, like, they had him, like, even though, like, she, like, ran, like, a screwdriver in his neck, like, even the way, like, she was talking to him was, like, no mother wants to lose their child. Like, even Talia has, like, that soft spot for, like, like, for a child like even like if it's a monster like she has a soft spot for kids definitely Mm -hmm. definitely yeah um okay so the guild lady that we never really learn what her position is uh but she seems like she's a little bit of a at this point especially she's like a nemesis to the burnses i feel like because she's showing up to their place and she's asking all these questions and she's like you're gonna let me in yeah, I think like she's for some reason I feel like she specifically pays attention to the Burns family than anybody else. And I'm well, like, she's Jack's ex. We learned this. Oh my god! Yes. She's like, Later, she's like exes. a couple minutes after, like she texts like, "Yeah, your ex is coming upstairs." I was like, "Wait, ex? What do you? Okay, now this just got a little bit juicy, right?" Like, what do you- this show they love to put people's exes in their lives because Margot's ex was all up in their business with the legacy stuff marrying Eleanor and then um they brought Tess in which what happened to Tess uh 
Al's yeah. ex-girlfriend. Where does she go? I thought yeah, she was she staying never, with them. Like she never came. Yeah, she never like showed up after episode four. And I'm like, where's yeah. she at? She just like disappeared. Like I need, I need to, I need to know where she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we have all these other exes. We're gonna bring in. We don't need that ex. Yeah, and like when it like came up. Like she was like talking about some, yeah, you have nothing to lose but the guilt trust. I said, nobody cares about the guilt right now. Like, <laughs> what do you want, lady? Like, what do you want? Yeah, I wish I knew who she was. Um, like, yeah. do we even know her name? I don't I don't know. Maybe they I said her name once, but it just never stuck. Yeah. It's like the dad, um, the legacy vamp dad's names. I still don't know his name. I just call him Snake Dad. Yeah, I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> They don't say it very much. Yeah, definitely. It's I'm just sure, crazy. Like it's, like, I could go to IMDb and find it. But. I don't think I know any of the dad's names either. Like, I don't know why. For some reason, I know Jack Burns. That's like a very memorable name. That's his name. Yeah. Jack Yeah, Burns. for some reason, that's, that's, yeah, I know his name. I could remember it for like five seconds. And when you said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, his name is Jack. <laughs> um julia and cal steal apollo's sweet red car and they take off um it turns out bringing juliet back to the monster hunting headquarters was like not the amazing idea they thought it would be definitely not i was like what is what like what exactly did they expect was gonna happen especially when the guild tracks everybody so it's like girl you you had to know like they were gonna know a vampire was in your house like right and so like Um, the whole time they're like driving away yeah but i think it that also i think the show wanted a fun scene of the like too hot this like lesbian couple in a red that it was just like a like a hot scene kind of like i'm like so like they're trying to figure out where to go and then, yeah, of course. Why do they go to Oliver just... and Carmen? Why do they choose them? That's what I'm trying to figure out. And then, like the whole thing when with the with the cards, the tarot cards, and how like it showed the devil after. I'm like, okay, what what is this? I don't like. Where See, this I is didn't going. even notice that. I was too busy laughing. I'm like, they're making out on top of the tarot cards. <laughs> like, and the thing is, like, I was watching it during Pride Month. I was like, no, not during Pride Month. I don't want to see this. <laughs> No, this is gross. No, thank you. Julia no. and Cal. <laughs> and like, You're right. The, it the is tarot Pride card. The, we like, should have got a mom's kiss. I was like, like everybody ships the moms. Just like, yeah. Thank you. But you know, we, we have imaginations. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we have imagine exactly. We have fan fiction. <laughs> what uh, why story? Why did they quickly introduce us to that like random Paolo character who, and then he, they get busted and he's just kind of like, say, I just didn't understand that whole part. They were researching. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he has a part later on if they were new mm. the show, but I was just like, because, and he didn't really say much either. Yeah. Did so, he even have a line? <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, was this dude just like, walking by on set was like hey you we need like one larger person just speak spanish and boom there you go <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like who is this guy like who is this like i don't understand his role because i'm like he couldn't he could have been like, on another if, set 
you could be right because he looked like he was like in a uniform to go on like Star Trek or something. Right. And I'm like, but the thing is like, they said that Theo was like tech savvy and he could do all that stuff. So I'm like, couldn't he hack into the guild without the dude's help? So I'm like, yeah. I don't, I was like, I don't, I didn't get his part. That was weird. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty weird. Um, I did enjoy the scene with Talia, Theo, and Apollo. Um, and especially at the end, the two brothers are like embracing. That was really sweet. Uh, and I also we got more information about because like there's been a lot of mystery around Theo's mom, and like we at least now know like Talia was around at the time. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. What did you think of the scene? Um, yeah, it, it was definitely different because you never really saw like how close they were like I always thought like okay yeah they're just a family that know that they're a family and that's it but it's like to see like them with each other and embracing each other I was like oh wow they actually love and care about each other as actual family should because I thought yeah you guys are monster hunters we're just gonna do what we have to do and then that's it but to see them embrace each other it was definitely a okay yeah they do love each other mm-hmm. for sure for sure uh, we get a almost mirror scene of what happened earlier with Cal bringing Juliet home, but this time Juliet has brought Cal back to the Legacy Vamps headquarters. Um, they do this a lot on the show because, like, that happened with the Romeo balcony stuff where they both climb up into each other's rooms, and then of course the mm-hmm. pilot. Um, they love like mirroring scenes. I feel like. Yeah, they do that a lot. So, like, I, I started to realize, like as the show went on I'm like oh wow now did this happen before because they tend to like do a lot of mirroring stuff and it's like sometimes like the mirror stuff isn't as sweet as like what happened before so I'm like I don't like this yeah I need to fix this it's a little bit unnecessary in this episode I think it works okay in the Romeo episode but I'm like I don't really need to see another you know I brought my girlfriend home that we're trying to hunt or whatever I don't know yeah yeah I was like we we didn't really need it but they gave it to us I'm like I guess we gotta we gotta have it but yeah I feel like I feel like we didn't really need it in this episode but you know sometimes you just gotta write what you gotta write they wanted to write that in so we got it (laughs) Speaking of, you gotta write what you gotta write. Listeners, if you're interested in reading the original story, this series is based off of First Kill by V.E. Schwab. Head to the link in the description and that will take you to the book, which is a collection of short stories about vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oliver stops by the Legacy Vamp's house. That's pretty much, I feel like, his thing on the show. He just stops by. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, but then it's like, Every time he showed up, there was just like, yeah, see yourself out. I'm like, wait, why do, why do I hate Oliver so much? Like, what did mm-hmm. he do that was that bad? And I'm like, compared to like how crazy Eleanor is, I'm like, what, how, how much crazier is Oliver to the point that you can't put up with him, but you can still put up with Eleanor? Because Eleanor, Eleanor's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. nobody even blinked twice when Snake Dad ate Grandma. I mean, I know she was evil, but... I'm like the dude just ate your mother and then you just made out with him like what is so what is hot. what is up with you guys like make so hot people when, you, after they kill when you kill my mom like, yeah you killed my mom oh great I love you so much he I'm ate so your mother right like, 
like what he just ate your mother like (laughs) yeah they showed a flash of like a turtle falling um I think they're implying Eleanor did some some bad stuff and Oliver got the blame sure because like I know like early in the show Oliver was saying no you just made everybody think he got the good genes things like that so I'm like these are they're like the fact that they're twins too I'm like I forgot I like forgot that they're twins yeah it's so easy to forget that they're twins but it's like how like how bad did it have to be to the point where like yeah we're gonna stick with Eleanor and just like bash you to like the outlands and just you're just gonna be on your own yeah I'm ready for the reveal of what this huge thing he supposedly did yeah yeah um the ma'am crew shows up at the legacy vamps thinking Cal's the vampire and we kind of discussed this earlier and and I think you maybe mentioned this in, in your reaction I can't correct me if I'm wrong but like do you feel like there's like racial profiling going on here that they're they're portraying? <laughs> like, I mean, at first I was like, oh, I mean, as a joke, but as I just like kept watching, I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, wait, hold up. She passed the what? test. She literally like touched the silver, mm-hmm. like literally right in front of the cop. She was, was like, like, here you go, I'm fine. Yeah. So when 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 the cop calls, it's like, yeah, I think we found our monster. I thought I thought she was like, dang. They know Julia is a monster. Dang it. No, and Bonnie was like, yeah, we know Calliope. I'm like, hold on, wait, what? Calliope touched the silver, though. Like, she, mm-hmm. in, in front of, I'm confused. And I want to know, well, like, how all that just came about. I mean, they, we have no idea who this cop is. It's like a new, I think it's a new character, but they're obviously, by the end of the episode, we learn the cop is like in on the ma'am movement. And I was like, this is all too real because I, we, I know we've got, you know, this is going on in real life. So it was, it was kind of freaky. Yeah. I'm like, uh, that's all. When now when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, it's crazy because like how much like we could relate in like real life. Obviously we're not like fighting like ghouls and like vampires and stuff, but in terms of like how, like there's so many like people who are supposed to protect us working against the people who don't really like, and it's like working with them and working within like the circle. So I'm like, huh why do I kind of relate to what's happening on the screen and it's like the fact that she's like part of the whole man movement like she had on the shirts mm-hmm. and everything I'm like it's something off about her definitely something yeah. off about her yeah it was like too that brought me back down to earth but at least Ben gets to go live with his dad he doesn't have to live with the shenanigans of ma'am anymore yeah yeah and it's like but my thing is like yeah they said that he's gonna live with his dad but my question is is he really gonna go live with his dad or yeah, something we've never happen? met yeah that makes yeah no sense. or is his dad gonna end up coming to savannah type thing i wonder if his dad's gonna be a part of this whole world somehow they love adding new characters in yeah. characters that only last for like one episode and then we yeah. never like see them again yeah but yeah the whole thing of him like deciding to move to with his dad I'm like okay what's gonna happen because I don't I don't want Ben to leave me oh like we need Ben, ben. yeah he's he's, he's I, one ben, of the best Ben in my like opinion was definitely like one of the funniest characters on the show yeah so I was I like I I need I need Ben I need ben. and I he, also like, feel like 
he's the comedic relief. And I also feel like he's the audience's point of view. He's like how we would all react. If we saw yeah. our best friend drink blood, we would be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> the only human, like a circle of monsters. Yeah. Only thing is, yeah. cause it's like, he's best friends with a monster. So it's like, and he's like trying to convince everyone like, wait, monsters aren't as bad as they seem. Like, obviously he can't say out loud, like my best friend is a monster, but it's like, He's definitely how we would be if we were like mm-hmm. in those same situations. Yeah, I wonder now that we're talking it out loud, I wonder if he'll end up being a little bit of a hero since we all, the audience, like we love seeing ourselves as a hero. I wonder if he'll be like the underdog hero at some point. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder like, I, I wonder how like they would like write him more into the show. Cause like he didn't obviously like have that many scenes, but like the mm-hmm. scenes that he were in were like very like memorable and like stuck with everyone. So yeah, I'm like, he pops off the screen, the actor who plays him too. I wonder how like they would use him more. Like I would love to see him be like type of person like who protects Juliet from like everybody type thing. Mm-hmm. Cause that's his best friend. And I and mm-hmm. like I love like the relationship that the both of them have. Like it's like how a brother and sister will love each other. And I think it's very cute. Me too. And they need each other. And I think they're there for each other. So Yeah. Yeah. Um Nikisha, why won't Margot let her husband eat uh, Bunny? <laughs> what he suggests? Watching, like, no, just let him eat her. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, like she was like, yeah, you're not going to eat her. I'm like, why not? He why ate not? your mom. Yeah, you like, let him eat not? your mother. I'm like, I'm literally like, give him, like, the fact that she wasn't mad that he ate her mom. So, like, you shouldn't be mad that he's going to eat Bonnie Wheeler. Like, what's the problem? What's- I would be like, yes, please eat this. She's annoying me. Support killing anyone, but if if it has to be done, let him eat her. Like, she yeah. and all their problems would have been solved. Right. Just uh, take care of that real quick. Um, I gotta say, I think it was Erin, maybe, who I had on early um, on the podcast, who said she thought Apollo knew Eleanor was a monster when they met in the bar earlier in the season. And um, she was right. He definitely clocked that. So him and Theo decide they're going to go after Eleanor for information. Yeah. Um, What do you think of Apollo's technique? The old bang them in the bathroom while your brother waits in the car thinking you're getting part. Part of me's like, no. Part of me's like, no, he he actually wanted to do that. Like part of me feels like he's feeling Eleanor, but because she's a monster, he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that, but I'm like, why not? Just be like your sister and just break the rules. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> like part of me feels like he actually likes Eleanor and he just used that as an excuse to actually get closer. I mean, what was he doing to get him for, I mean, he was actually going for the information. You're right. Okay. So he was, but I still agree with you. I still think he has feelings for her. Oh, most definitely. Cause like, he was kind of mad that Theo barged in and just like ruined the whole moment. Oh, he was like, like, come on. And was into it too. Like she was into it. So it's like, come on, just let it happen. It's all right. <laughs> but Theo can't wait. He busts into the stall like the Kool-Aid man. Uh, he's ready to get this party started. Uh, and then we have, I really want to know what you think of this. Uh, this um, very interesting stabbing scene that happens. Oh, my, I was like, why they had to do this 
I was like, why? It was like the and weirdest. I, he, they're having, he didn't even fight this like valiant fight. And then at the end of it, like, oh, Theo loses. It's like Theo gets stabbed because he stands right behind Eleanor. And as Apollo takes like a running start, Eleanor just steps to the side. And that's how he gets stabbed. <sighs> I was like, why? And the fact that, like, he got, like, stabbed by, like, a stake by something that they use against monsters. I'm like, there's, why, why would the writers do this to us? Like, I was like, and I, and I actually love Theo. So I was like, mm-hmm. why would they do that? Why? They, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have to stab him. They could have done I anything I just thought else. it was, like, like I, so nonsensical the way this goes down. Like, and it's crazy because, like, they spend their like times like killing monsters and then just to get like just to die just like getting stabbed by your own brother like he He didn't even get like he didn't get he didn't even get murdered by a monster right he got murdered by like um, a monster hunter like his own they're like the stooges all of a sudden they're the stooges of monster hunters i'm like hold up like you didn't even get murdered by a monster you got murdered by like your own people like that's by an crazy. accident. He got murdered in an accident, like a technicality. So I'm like, yeah, that sucks. that sucks. I I just thought that the show didn't want to put the money out for like a big uh, fight scene because I think those scenes cost money. They have it takes them a long time to film, maybe, and they have to block yeah. it out. Um, because this is the second time we had like a brutal, violent, but it wasn't like I was like, what? That's how they did that yeah yeah I, I definitely feel like hopefully maybe like the funding for the show goes up more for like season two doing how like how well like the first season did because it's like you can kind of tell like they didn't like the budget they didn't really give them that much money like for yeah. like special effects and things like that so they had to do what they had and like with what they had they actually did pretty well with what they had so it's like maybe we get like more of a badass fighting scene that's what I really wanted especially with like the scene where um Cal and Juliet fought Smashly when she was a Mm -hmm. zombie I'm like I need more of a I I need more of a badass fighting scene I need like some slow motion some special effects so yes you know yeah part of why we love this show is the women on it are so badass I mean the guys too but like everybody's basically a badass and like show us a little bit of the badassness like you said give us a slow-mo of a kick or a whatever they're doing be something like it's like you said yeah the men did their thing but you know we just we we care more about the women like (laughs) yeah like yeah but like definitely I feel like especially with like they did a great job casting everyone like Agreed. every like down to a T, like everyone plays their part so perfect. So I feel like, especially with like how they are, I feel like a badass fighting scene is just like one thing that would definitely do it for me. Yeah, stepping up the action scenes in season two. That's my request. Yeah. Yeah. So um we're getting towards the end of the episode. Margot suggests that Cal simply give herself up to the ma'am group. And Cal informs her, uh, we're all in this together now. So, yeah. Oh, so like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, 
I, like I realized even more in this episode like Cal is a badass because I was like mm-hmm. she's like yeah if I go down you're going down too because like you're gonna find silver you're gonna find the plans that we had when we came to try to kill y'all so I'm like Cal literally was just like go ahead do what you gotta do but then all of Savannah's gonna know that you guys are monsters and I'm like yep wow and Margo I think was they just set like, it up good yeah Margo she didn't know what to do she was like yeah just stay in here don't go anywhere I'm like well <laughs> Well, damn, you just got punked out by, like, a 15, 16-year-old. Like, right. what? Um, Nikisha, do you think the very nature of being a monster hunter makes you a monster? That's, like, kind of what Juliet says towards the end here. Um, Kind of, like, it kind of falls hand in hand. Because even Cal was thinking that, too, at one point. She was like, what if we're the monsters, like, in their mm-hmm. eyes? Because, like, for like for like monsters like they're just doing what they have to do to survive like you know what I mean like even like mm-hmm. Juliet is like someone who's like yeah we don't have to kill people to survive like we could find ways to live without killing people but it's like a monster hunter wouldn't really look at it that way like they won't even show mercy like they'll just be like yeah we're just gonna kill you we don't care what you gotta you oh you have a family oh who cares you're a monster mm-hmm. so you gotta die <laughs> like well, yeah it's really it's like a cool I think overarching I don't know, moral thing to think about. Yeah, most definitely. Because it's like, oh, Juliet, you on to something there. Like, mm-hmm. what she said made very much sense. Made a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, we, we in the episode with Theo bleeding out on the bathroom floor, uh, another crazy episode. I do love how, like, none of the episodes leave you bored. There is always something going on. And the ending is always like a what the heck like mm-hmm. the cliffhanger that they always leave you on is like are are you kidding me are are you serious right now i think that's why so many people just like binge the series right away because like yeah yeah because like me like i've recorded like my videos like every other day so it's like every time i finished i was like should i just like record myself doing the next <laughs> episode now so i would like literally be up like the night before i would film and i'm like I gotta watch this already. Like it was, it's like the cliffhangers are like make you want to just like leave you want to having more. Like okay, I need to watch the next one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really nailed that skill. <laughs> they really got that down. Um, what are your yep. uh, thoughts on the episode as a whole? Episode seven. We only have one left. Yes, I thought. I mean, I thought um, episode seven was definitely it's like as soon as it gets to episode seven is really when like the emotions your emotions start going all over the place because it's like it starts off kind of like meaningful with Cal like wanting to protect Juliet but like yeah but then as time goes on you're like hold up I don't like where this is going like episode seven is definitely when you like your whole like vision changes it's like hold on what's going on here it just lets you know like dang nothing is like cute and bubbly anymore at this point yeah do you think this is like this is a standout episode do you have any episodes so far in the season that do stand out to you like are you able to rank it I think a lot of people are like not able to rank them because they're all so action-packed but I was just curious about you yeah um terms of I can't I don't know if I can really rank it because I know like my favorite episode is definitely episode five okay that's my favorite episode um definitely between five and six like those are my favorite but if I like in terms of like ranking episode seven 
it's kind of hard. Like, I would probably, mm. like, not rank it so high because of what happens at the end of Theo. It's right. Like, don't like the sad stuff. But yeah. it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a great episode. They did a great job in terms of, like, how the episodes, like, are written and, like, how much action they put in each episode. Like, they don't give there's you too no little. Duds. They don't give you too much. Yeah. I don't think there's it's really a dud like, in the whole season so far. And I can't imagine the finale is going to be a dud. So, great season, basically. I, like, I haven't, like, not one episode have I said, like, oh, I don't like this episode. Like, every, ep- like, they give you, like, just the right amount of, like, things in the episode. Like, the storylines for each episode is just, like, top tier. It's great. Yeah, I agree. I I watch, I've been watching these a lot, like twice. And usually on my second watch, I'm like, eh, let's get through this, get through this. But the, these episodes are just, they're, they're actually rewatchable too. So yeah, they're doing good. I think I've watched, I think I'm like, yeah, I'm like watching this season for like the third time now. <laughs> like That's how good it is. Like, that's how good it is. Cause like, after I finished watch, like after I finished like the show, I was like, yeah, I want to watch it again. That's awesome. <laughs> just like, and yeah, we need everybody to do that so that Netflix sees how we're going to stream like, this. Even if it's just playing in the background where you're not even watching Cleaning Your House, stream it. Just stream yep. it because we we need. I need at least a good like five more seasons and a spinoff. Like <laughs> you're like just only just only an, uh, just five more seasons. Just us. Uh, I'm just bare. I'm just asking for five more seasons. <laughs> Six seasons minimum, and I need a spinoff. <laughs> what would yes, the spinoff be? The moms. Why not? Oh yes, they're obviously the moms. Margot obviously. and Talia. Like I, yes. I need a spinoff of Margot and Talia. <laughs> well, yes, definitely. please. Because they didn't get much. Uh, well, Talia got some, but Margot didn't get as much screen screen time. They didn't have any together scenes. That's why I felt like they didn't get as much mm-hmm. in episode seven. And I, I feel like I feel like in terms of like they have both had like more scenes together it will be so good because of like how well they play their parts of like yeah I can't stand you and it's like like are they gonna come together as a force or not like that's that's what I'm thinking because I don't yeah that's a good point but like to protect their like to protect the family that they love like are they willing to bumping heads but now are they gonna team up I think you're right I think we might see that in the future hopefully hopefully. All right. Well, I want to thank my guest Nakisha for recapping episode seven with me. Make sure you are subscribed to Nakisha's YouTube channel, Nakisha G. And I will have all of that linked in the description. Um, and yeah, Nakisha, I just want to thank you for all of your thoughts and it was a really fun you, uh, recap. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this recap and yeah, it was great. Uh, I would love to have you back. Um, yeah, just let me know. And I, I would love to, I'd love to come back. No problem. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah, listeners, watchers, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Also rate the podcast. I will read whatever you say. So you can say some crazy shit and I'll read it. Well, not within, within reason. <laughs> I won't yeah. read anything, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if you want to be funny, if you think I suck. Don't attack my guests, but you can attack me and I'll read it off. Okay. Um, All right. So uh, we will be back recapping the finale. So make sure you stay subscribed and we will see you in the next uh, recap.